For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. guys welcome back to another episode of free table gamers um colin along with ashton as always hey guys this is episode 41 yeah 41 take two because we had some technical difficulties with the first time trying to record this yep. so here of course if you're listening later on and not live then you know it's not going to affect you either way except for we may we got some backup topics just in case we go for these ones a little bit quicker because we got about halfway through last time and realized that Ashton sounded like Ultimus, Ultimus Prime. Or a demon. So, or a demon, whichever one you prefer. Or if they had a baby, that's what they would sound like. Yeah. So, we're going to go on a repeat, but like I said, we got some extra topics if we happen to run through, which we still shouldn't. There is enough, and we can still talk about it how we talked about before. But just a quick disclaimer that we have already talked about uh half of these coming yep. into it yep. so without any further ado xbox game pass ultimate subscribers will be able to claim two new games this month yeah so um it says xbox game pass ultimate subscribers will be able to claim audios from june 1st to june 30th and the veil shadow of the crown from june 16th to july 15th it says once claimed subscribers will be able to keep these xbox games with gold titles at no additional charge and i also got the game pass games for this month as well june 1st you'll be able to get car mechanic simulator 2021 slayers x terminal aftermath vengeance of the slayer and the big con like I said, all on June 1st, console PC cloud. On June 6th, you'll get Amnesia the Bunker. June 8th, you'll get Rune Factory 4 Special. And June 8th, you'll also get Stacking. Rune Factory is console PC cloud. Stacking is only console and cloud. Uh, June 13th, you'll get Thor Doggin, whatever that is, uh, on console PC and cloud. So, um... None of these games, including the first two I talked about, would be enough to get me to buy Game Pass or Xbox Live Gold at that point to uh, just to play these games. I've never heard of any of these. So, you know, if these are hidden gems, I'm sorry. I'm disrespecting your games that you love. But, uh, yeah, none of these I've never heard of and would entice me to get Game Pass. Exactly. If we want to get super picky about it, we could always go in there and get like the Metacritic from all of them because I know Metacritic isn't always 100% correct, but you know, Open Critic would be more on it. But you know, Open Critic doesn't comment on every single game. 
Right. But yeah, the car mechanic is one of those games where, like I said, out of all those games, that would probably be the one that would draw me to it, but I still wouldn't drop it for it. So, like I said, it's just out of all those games, that would be the one come closest to getting me to join Ultimate. Right, because you said you've played Goat Simulator before, and I know Rylan's played Goat Simulator, Farming Simulator. There's a bunch of different simulators out there, not just those three. And they seem to be really popular. Yeah, people shoot all kinds of different simulator games like i said there's power washer ones there's yeah even like lawn mowing ones so pretty much anything that you can do in real life there's a simulator for yeah which is kind of a weird concept to make a game for but if people buy it and people play it then i guess do whatever you want i mean to my personal opinion on it it's more or less like the Sims is even pushing it. Like, I think everything, I mean, the Sims is pretty much what started that trend way back when, what, two thousand the early, early 2000s. 2000s, late 90s, when, it, when the first one came out. Yeah, because I believe uh, it was Sims 2 that came out in the GameCube and PlayStation 2 era. So it had been... You know, way early 2000s or late 90s when the first one came out. Yeah. And that was, you know, a quote-unquote life simulation where you could choose what happened in that life. So, like I said, those games pretty much started back then and Sims is pretty much laid out the path and then everything else is just branched off from it. Right. Yeah. out of all of them, Sims has the most background of what to do or wide variety of stuff to do opposed to just being straightforward and like I said especially in the car mechanic one since it's the one that's available is you know pretty much being a mechanic without doing any of the work yeah it's just odd I'm, I've never been a big fan of Sims either Summer loves Sims she has Sims 4 on her Mac my Mac my Xbox I'll, she bought it two or three times but I, I'm just not a fan of it. <laughs> I don't like games like that. I want a game that actually has a point to it, not just a time waster, really. Summer, the Brink Credit Score will be 100% for that game. Probably. Mine would be easier. <laughs> Zero out of 10. Even it out to make it a 50. Yeah, which is still bad, but. You know, better. Well, it's still a little bit worse than Redfall, but as you say, it's not much worse. No, not really. Fifty-six, right? Now. <laughs> yeah, awful. I think it's a fifty-six for the Xbox, and I think the PC is like at a fifty-three. Either way, it's not not a good game. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll hop on to the next one. It's not about Redfall yet. It is coming up, but not right now. Right. Uh, but Epic has released its first free game of June, which is going to be a continuous thing, I guess, throughout the summer, it seems like. Yeah, I like believe once so. Like once per week. Yeah, one a week, I believe, is what their plan is. 
uh, whether they stick to that plan, Epic's been known to, you know, not stick to their plans, but we'll see. But yeah, it says Epic Games revealed this week's free game will be uh, Midnight Ghost Hunt from Vaulted Sky Games. And it says it's an asymmetrical multiplayer game about ghosts and humans hunting one another. And you can now download it for free from June 1st until next week. Um, so we talked about, you know, before we messed up the recording the first time, but we thought that it was similar to Dead by Daylight. And then I brought up the game mode on Black Ops 2 Zombies that neither one of us could think of. And we looked it up and it was grief where you're the zombie and you're hunting the person and while they're also hunting you, which is a pretty cool concept that hasn't really been touched on since. A little bit with infected, but technically the same, but not the same concept. Yeah. Which I was thinking, uh, infected, that's the multiplayer mode on. Yeah. Well, I don't even think it was on Ghost because I was thinking of the aliens was infected. It it was on Ghost. Infected was. It was on Ghost? It was. It was introduced on Ghosts. That's when you go through and if you're infected, you have like a knife or whatever, then yep. you get one infected or people in multiplayer. Which if I'm not okay. mistaken, yeah, then, on grief, you just use like, uh, you scratched them or whatever. You didn't have like an actual weapon, the best I can remember. Yeah. He was a zombie even, yeah. You yeah, just yeah. scratched them and all zombies would kill you in a normal zombie mode. Right, right. Yeah, so a good concept. I love I love that mode, mode grief, but... um. Basically, it's infected just with more people because you could play with a max of four on grief, I believe. While infected, you can play with the and full infected. lobby, like eight or whatever it is, people. I think, there was more. I think they made that mode like more. I think you could have like 24 people in a it, lobby. It might have been. I know a lot of modes online back then were eight, but it could have been more than that for ghosts. Yeah, because... They treated it kind of like how prop hunt is now. Like you can have a big party on it. Yeah, yeah. It pretty much foundation for having bigger parties and especially Call of Duty games because before then it was your standard five on five or a multiplayer match or it was a six on six. One of those two. Yeah, I did play a whole lot of Infection think- Ghosts though. Like that's one of the main modes I played on goes besides just Team Deathmatch. Yeah. But yeah, getting back on, on hindsight now since like it's, yeah, and like you said, we've already discussed this once, but the fact that it's humans versus ghosts, it could kind of be like a Ghostbuster situation as well. Yeah, it could. Like a Ghostbuster. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I've never heard of this game. I don't even know what it looks like. So just from the sounds of the you know the story and everything, it sounds like a Dead by Daylight, a Grief, or maybe, like you said, maybe a Ghostbusters. You know, maybe have to look into it and see what it's actually like, or it may not be like any of those. It might just be its own random thing, has its own ideas. But it's free, so it don't make a difference. You right. can yeah, just go if download. You don't like it? You're, yeah, you're just out download time basically. Yeah, yeah, just go download it to your PC. I'm assuming PC is the only way to download it from Epic on the free online because I don't know if it's available for Xbox or PlayStation. I'm not sure. I know definitely be available for PC if you have the Epic Game Stores downloaded. 
Well, if it's like a Fortnite situation, you can download it on your phone potentially. Maybe, maybe. But time will tell. Like I said, we're ter- we're terrible uh, gamer podcasters, so <laughs> don't have that tidbit of information for you. No, figure it out yourself. We'll just let you know what's free. You go figure out how to download it yourself. <laughs> Even after a second attempt, we still can't tell you what, what it is. No, we didn't do any more research. We just, you know, doing a second take. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo Live 2023 will have Amiibo tournaments, a Zelda concert, and more. Yeah, so it says here the latest Nintendo Live event will have a Zelda-themed musical concert and an Amiibo fighting tournament among, among its planned festivities. Last October saw the return of Nintendo's live gaming event following a three-year hiatus with competitive tournaments for titles like Splatoon 3 and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, a live concert featuring music from Animal Crossing, and even an exploration into the history of Pokemon. During the four-day showcase this year, players will get to sample the hit Nintendo games like Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, Pikmin 4, and Kirby in the Forgotten Land. There will also be live music with concert performances featuring tracks from Super Mario and The Legend of Zelda. Lastly, fans will get to take photos with mascot versions of Mario and friends and relax in an Animal Crossing-themed getaway. So you'll get to have like a Animal Crossing vacation. So it'd be pretty cool. Um... I was right, you know, saying Pikmin 4 would be there. I figured it would because it should release around that time. Um, Tears of the Kingdom, of course, will be there. Um, Kirby and the Forgotten Land is a remake of a Wii game that released in February, early February. So if nobody's played it, it'll be there. But um, like we said in a couple of podcast episodes, before it, you can't just buy a ticket. It's part of the raffles so which is kind of a stupid thing but if you're lucky enough to be selected you know good for you yeah have fun out in seattle because i'm definitely not even going to put in for the raffle no at all myself, i'm not going but to the west coast yeah. just for that yeah no nah. it's too far i got the east coast right on the well, I'm not going to say right on the beach, but yeah, I'm on the Close East enough. Coast. I'm going to stay over here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was, yet again, this is a topic we got to before. So the Zelda concert, having a cross on, like, since they're going to have Mario with it too, like I mentioned before, having the Zelda main theme and then the Mario main theme, like, kick in and coincide with each other. Right. Like, they cross right each one on each I'm going to call it more probably a symphony because they don't really do singing in any of those games. Right. It's more music, just music. It's going to be more of a, that or orchestra type of situation opposed to a true concert, which I know people, I'm an uncultured swine. So for me, it's basically, you know, it's not, it's not a concert unless there's, you know, live singing and everything else. It's pretty much just music playing. Yeah. Going to be on it, which I mean, they could be they could go in there, they could add music, you know, lyrics to the song. It wouldn't be that hard, but you know, it's just one of those things. If they was to cross each other on it, that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, it would. Yeah, like I said before, like if they started off with the Zelda theme and then faded out and do the Mario theme 
and then just back and forth, back and forth, and then just combine them together and somehow get them to sync with each other. That'd be really awesome. And I'd love to hear that. There's got to be a, got to be somewhere online with that happening. And that'd be really cool to hear. Um, and also we talked about before was the Amiibo fighting tournament. I don't know if you can just take your Amiibo and you just scan it in, whatever it is, and they fight, or if it's like the Smash Ultimate or just Smash in general, starting with the Smash 4 on Wii U and 3DS, you just scan it in and you can level it up and then fight with whatever level. So maybe you can bring in whatever level it is and it'll scan in at whatever level, highest level, mid-level, whatever, or if it's just going to be a base level and they fight. I don't know. But either way, it's it's cool to have a Amiibo fighting tournament. That's just something that I never thought that they would do. I mean, obviously, we thought Splatoon 3 tournaments, Smash Bros. tournament, but not Amiibo fighting. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is a new concept. It'd be pretty ironic if people took their, like, uh, Amiibo tags, opposed to their actual Amiibos there to try to do a tournament with. They take them from them and throw them away. Probably, <laughs> I don't know. I, they, I'd say they wouldn't be happy. Nintendo definitely would not be happy with that. No, it'll probably just be reserved for the actual amiibos themselves. Who knows? Maybe you don't even bring your own. Maybe they have some already there, and you just scan in. You pick whatever character you want, and you scan it in, and you fight. I don't know. Maybe that's how it'll be instead of bringing your own. Because if you think you bring your own, it may be get hectic and you might end up losing your figure. You know, you never know how stuff like that happens. Uh, another cool thing, they, which they might be doing this, I'm not for sure, didn't really see it in the article, but if the winner was to win or whatever, however they decided how the winners work, there's going to be multiple or whatever because there could be different brackets based on age groups or anything else or even specific characters or game. And I have like a Amiibo that hasn't been released to the public yet just for winning it. Yeah. Maybe. Just have to wait and see what they do. But it's definitely interesting to think about and predict, try to predict what they'll do. You know, with being Nintendo, you can't really ever truly predict what they'll do, but... It's fun to try. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> it's all you can do is try. <laughs> all right. Moving on to the final topic that we had already covered before. Uh, but there's still a few more after this one. News breaks that Redfall developers wanted Microsoft to cancel the game before it, well, uh, in general. Yeah, so um, the article says Arcane Studios' development of Redfall was reportedly so troubled that its developers hoped Microsoft would cancel the game after acquiring the company in 2020. Bloomberg released a report having spoken to several anonymous sources familiar with Redfall's development after it launched last month to poor reviews and significant technical issues. These sources claimed Redfall struggled with a misguided vision, staffing issues, and more. Things allegedly became so bad at Arcane that despite having put two years into Redfall at the time of the Xbox acquisition, staff wished it would be rebooted as a single-player game or canceled altogether. As I explained before, they, can, the development team, even if there are 
different visions of the game. Like the staff wants them to do completely something different and just take a page out of Nintendo's book. Like I used the Link's Awakening example. That was just an after work, you know, craft, I guess. Uh, they were just putting it together just for fun, just for them to play. And then they actually just pitched it to Nintendo. It's like, oh, yeah, that'd make a really good game on the Game Boy. So, you know, just they could have just done what they wanted, you know, stay within the guidelines, but definitely do something that they wanted and make it you know, something interesting and they know people would want to play and just pitch it. And if, I mean, the worst they can do is say, no, just don't put that in the game. And then there you go. Just keep doing what they want. And then I also, I can see Microsoft not wanting to cancel it because they can see, oh, that's a good, you know, first party title for us. You know, just keep it, keep it going. I can't see that. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. I can't see Microsoft keeping it completely confusing and misguiding after the acquisition. And before, probably, yeah, but Microsoft probably came in and said, hey, this is what we want for this game. Make it happen. You know, here's exactly what we want. There's no blurs or anything. Now, the staffing issues, if you're having a, sh you have a short development team, then, yeah, that can cause issues. But Microsoft purchasing them, you know, they could send somebody from another studio over to help them. That's not a big deal. Microsoft's got tons of studios to help out other, you know, devs. So I don't see that being an issue after the acquisition. But like I, said, I can see it from both sides, but it, it still definitely shouldn't have released in the state that it was in when it released. And it's still right. in. And, yeah. And. We don't know necessarily if Redfall tried to get Microsoft to come out there. Microsoft pretty much just said, screw off. It, you know, you started on it before we technically even pick you up. So you, it's all you. But right. at the end of the day, the game released in a complete and utter mess. I don't think Microsoft would intentionally try to, like, I think the Redfall developers didn't mention like that they needed help as more as what they did because Microsoft, Especially being the supposed to be one of the triple best triple A games of the year, yeah. And Microsoft would have easily been like, "Yeah, it's supposed to be one of the best games. We're going to make sure that this game's up and running." But like I said, I don't think the Redfall people made the effort to reach out and be like, "Hey, we need help." Right? Yeah, they 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 tried to make it seem like Microsoft already knew that hey, we're struggling instead of saying hey, we're struggling, we need help. You know, it's kind of on them that they didn't come out r right out and say after the acquisition. They might have said something before, but if, you know, your new boss at that point doesn't know, then how are they supposed to send you help? Yeah, which I mean, I can understand to a point because, you know, yeah, the company obviously wasn't doing that well if another company had to sweep in and buy them out. But being a video game giant, acquiring any type of video game thing that has any type of recognition to it whatsoever is worth picking up 
Right. So Microsoft was probably not, they wasn't seeing a company that was in trouble. They were seeing a company that already existed and had a name for themselves. You already had good games out. So they just expect good games from that company. They shouldn't expect all they need help. They're struggling if they've already put out good games in the past. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Like I said, I don't think the Redfall people took all the precautions that they needed to take for it, but they're going to blame Microsoft at the end because Microsoft was the one that technically did force them to release it before they wanted to. But at the same time, how much time do you need knowing what was already going down? Right, exactly. All right. Now on to the new topics that neither one of us had touched yet. Uh, Fortnite is bringing back trios. Yeah, so I didn't know they took them away um, until I was, until I've done research. But it says Epic Games vaulted Fortnite's trios mode a couple of weeks ago. But fortunately, the beloved mode has now returned. Fortnite introduced trios during Chapter 2, having taken inspiration from the likes of Apex Legends. It didn't take long for the mode to explode in popularity. It says, as such, many Fortnite fans were devastated two weeks ago when Epic just took it away without explanation or warning. They just removed it. But it says they, after, you know, a lot of frustration and anger online, they uh, put it back. So I don't know why they would take it away because not a, I mean, there's some people that have, you know, four people, quads to run with, but majority people, I'd say it, three is a good, it's a good point uh, because there's a lot of times you may have four people that you know that will, that you do play with at some point, but some may, most of the time, one of those people are going to be busy. So most of the time you're going to be running with three, at least, you know, that's the case with us. You know, most of the time we run with at least, sometimes we run to full four, but most of the time it's three. Yeah, it's always, there's always that one person that manages to trample down the plans of running the full squads. Yeah. And it also seems like whenever we do have the full squad, we always end up with five because everybody can play. It's either not everybody can play, we have to run three, or everybody can play and we can't run five because, you know, no mode has five. So. Yeah. It never fails. It's just meant for us to have odd numbers when we do run. Right. Every single time. Yeah. It's like I said, I like how you said it. I didn't even know that trios had disappeared for a little bit. Because, I mean, it's been a main staple since the beginning. Because you said that was season one, chapter two. That wasn't. Right. You know, it was at the beginning pretty much. It was after its initial startup is whenever trios got introduced and then just for the two weeks hiatus, everyone was complaining because just like us, when we do play, it's always just three of us can get them and you don't want to have that one extra random. Yeah. Cause usually random sucks. So you don't want to run with them. Or the lack of communication is there yeah. in general, but usually the part is there as well. Yeah. So yeah, like like I said, last I played, I mean it's been definitely about a month ago, but uh, it was on there and I didn't know it wasn't. 
And then it really confused me and surprised me that they took it away without really a reason because I know it gets, I mean, I know there's tons of people that play it because every time you select trios, you don't wait for a game very long, which means there's plenty of people that play it. Yeah. All right. We got time for one more. Let's do the. Just because if I do the last. Do the last one. Oh, we're going to switch them around? Yes. I want to do that last one. All right. <laughs> uh, the Tears of the Kingdom speedrun community has already begun. And it makes sense to do this last one because the one that's before it is going to be relevant no matter what. Right. This one is going to be an ever changing thing for pretty much to the end of time now because someone's always going to try to get better at it. Yep. So, um, this article I'm going to read from is actually from about two o'clock the day of recording and it's already been beat. So that's how fast these are coming out, but uh, I'll go ahead and read the article first. Uh, it says the current record for the fastest legend Zelda tears of the kingdom speed run is held by a Japanese player called ZDI. I don't know how to say it like, you know, the actual word, but anyway, who cleared the game in 59 minutes and 22 seconds. But that's not that's not true anymore. He is actually third now. So first is Slyzor Zorua. I'm gonna say these names wrong. At 57 minutes and 54 seconds. And then Samurai Man, which if any of you guys that are listening follow Super Mario Sunshine speedruns, you'll recognize this name because he's very high on the speedrun for Super Mario Sunshine. Just a fun fact. But uh, he is second with 50, 58 minutes and 51 seconds. And then the ZDI is now third with 59 minutes and 22 seconds. So it's just changing so fast. Like, that's just in a day. I mean, that's just not even a whole day. It's just in seven hours. It's changed that much. And it may have, this was from a couple hours ago. So it may have changed even then. So it's changing fast. And uh, it's crazy to see. I mean, that's just any percent. There's no all dungeons or no all main quests speedruns, you know, sub- submitted yet on speedrun.com, but they're all any percent and it's changing really, really fast and going for unbelievable speeds already. Which I know usually the first couple months of a game releasing, the times are always going to be huge fluctuating. It's whenever you hit about that year mark is when times start getting gapped in between before somebody beats it again. Right, but the fact that you think sub one hour is quicker than what most people can even make it off the island to get the, you know, to even get off the sky island in the first place took me like three hours. Yeah, mine was about three hours, so they're literally triple as fast beating the game than what I was to get off the island in the first place. But to be fair, I wasn't trying to rush; I was exploring. But even I think even if I was Trying to rush, it would still take me over an hour. Oh, yeah. And you think it's not no basic duplication glitch either. It's a bunch of different misplacement glitches to hold down yards. Yeah. Because, I mean, the vehicles definitely probably help out with speed this year and everything else. Because I'm sure those zone out devices are used pretty heavily in the oh, yeah, I'm sure. speed run portion. 
because I know Nintendo was smart and they took they took out the whistle run, which was the major thing in Breath of the Wild because you could run full speed while whistling and not lose any stamina in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. But they took it away and they patched a few other speed running mechanics that everyone was breaking the game with in Breath of the Wild. But obviously, people have already found ways around and how to manipulate the game how they want to to get as fast as they can with it. Right. Yeah. I mean, of course, it's not going to be the same as Breath of the Wild. They are two different games. So, you know, they're going to have to find new ways to speedrun it and they have so far and they'll just continue to find more and more as the years go on because i mean like i mentioned super mario sunshine people are still finding new glitches and to get faster to this day and you know changes times are changing sometimes day by day if not then at least by every few weeks somebody else is on top of super mario sunshine so and it released 21 years ago so Tears of the Kingdom being this new, it's gonna it's gonna change a lot here in the next. I I mean at least six months. Maybe it'll slow down by then, but I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it because really, there's not really too many games out there, which, loosely speaking, but you think the main the original Super Mario Bros. You think of that game whenever you think of speed running. Because what I think the record is 452, somewhere close to that ballpark. Yeah. And I think that's a tool assisted. So that's going, and those records with the tool assisted is pretty much, it's impossible to go any faster. Yeah. So we're just waiting to see if anyone can actually hit that one extra second time frame because that's right. a game that's pretty much at a standstill. But it's been out for 37 years now, 38. Yeah. 86 or 85? 85. 86 was Zelda, right? Yeah, because 85, because 2020 was their 35th anniversary. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it would be 38 now. Or whenever it would release. 2023 is going to be the 38th year. It's just what data falls on yeah you think after 38 years yeah that game's pretty much done for but breath of the wild is a whole lot more tears of the kingdom is a whole lot more complex than that so oh, yeah. there's going to be more different variations of what they can do to m- manipulate the game opposed to what you could on a basic 8-bit system right i mean yeah the original super mario brothers is pretty much at a standstill, but I'd say there's always going to be someone that can do glitches or mash the buttons just a little bit faster than the last guy. Like Maybe it's just a second or maybe a millisecond faster, but it's still enough to break that record, and eventually it will happen. But, you know, not by much. It's not going to be, like, extraordinary difference. Like, it's going to be a two-minute run or anything like that, but, you know, there's always somebody out there But these tiers of the kingdoms are already having two three minute gaps in between first yeah. place yeah. from what the previous one was. Yeah. Well, I mean, between first and second here, it's just a little over. I mean, it's a minute and three seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's which just, I mean, it's in the crazy. community, that is a lot of time. It Since is. The game's so yeah. new, it's not really that. 
where yeah, in the speedrunning community, it is a lot of time. But like you said, where it is so new, it's not really that big of a deal because they can always just. I mean, there's different ways of doing it. So there's new glitches coming out every single day to do it faster, and then just learning the glitch better so you'll do it faster. It's you know, it's ever changing every exactly. single day. In that community is you'll figure out what that person does, then you'll try to beat their glitch a little bit quicker. Right. You always watch the competition, see what they're doing different than you that's faster. So, you know, you learn their technique and then, you know, you do it. To, you know, it's just, you're always that's watching your competitors. Family. Yeah, because even, even if you kept your own style and they just done one thing quicker than you, if you just implemented that one thing that they happen to do quicker, you're going to beat their record because right. you've done everything else quicker. Right, exactly. And that's how it, the speedrunning community works. You know, you just stick to what you know is fastest, and then if somebody does something faster, you copy what they do and then add it to your collection of faster glitches or whatever it is. But yeah, that's pretty much everything we got for today, or at least time frame anyways. So... Even with uh, episode 41 2.0, we still managed to get, not get for all the topics, which is a good thing because that was what I was worried about. I wasn't worried. I knew this last one, we could we could make it last. <laughs> it's a good one. I like speedrunning. Right. Yeah. Well, don't forget to follow our socials, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram our merch page at Redbubble. Yep. Trying to think. What else? Uh, I think that's about it. Yep. Oh, action personal stuff. Twitch, kick, YouTube, all everything. Our Discord, you know, come chat with us. We say it every every episode, come chat with us. And that's where we're going to be posting updates at all. So, you know, if anything ever happens, we can't record. It'll be there, and you'll know why if you join the Discord. But, yeah, that's that, I think that's it. Alrighty. Later, guys. Catch you guys next week. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.